Hello and welcome to St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Father Casey. And this is Julia. And uh, Julia, we're, now we're back. We are, full disclosure, episode three, episode three of season two. And unless we uh, air them out of order, so this is not. This is we're just planning a weird it being episode. Yeah, this is rando episode because we're we're recording this, um, doing what we said we should do last time, which is starting a bank, and so we are. Um, that's um that's what we're doing. So we're we're recording these. It's working um, so far. I mean, it's so far. We we are persevering. Uh, got exactly. some nice compliments on the last podcast on perseverance, and then um, the one about an introduction to apostolate of friendship. Uh, I think is probably going well, uh, or we haven't released it yet, so let's just be totally honest about that, <laughs> whatever. But in thinking about that and looking at different things, um, you know, we we chatted a little bit today about starting the, um, about keeping maybe season two of the podcast centered more on the topic of friendship and just to really kind of focus on friendship rather than just whatever random topic we happen to talk about that day because part of perseverance is order. And so if we have more order and what we're talking about, then maybe there'll be more ability to persevere in it. Which I think is very funny. I think our first episode did not have anything to do with friendship, did it? No, it was about perseverance. Right. That's really funny. But, you know, I think it's good to have um, uh, something that you're going to do and you know what you're going to do. Uh, especially because, what was I thinking of? Oh, like, pe- the way, like, people, like, are attracted to things. It's like, oh, this blog, this blog is always going to be about, like, fitness. Um, and this, this week we're going to always talk about nutrition for the next month. Right. So it gives it gives exactly. like okay your listeners know what's going to happen. There's a, when you when you tune in you kind of yeah have a sense and that one of the things we really want to focus on is is this idea of friendship that friendship has so um so much of a role in in everything but particularly university life but all social life that friendship is is super important and it's something that uh, the pandemic has really uh, strengthened in some ways, but really tested and tried in other ways. And so it's, you know, something that was a little bit more normal that now needs to be maybe thought about more intentionally. There's also so much to talk about friendship. Like, I feel like sometimes we have one episode and I'm like, okay, well, we didn't get to talk about like half the things we wanted to. And even just like brainstorming about it, it was like, oh, well, there's so much to talk about. There's, you can really go into depth with friendship, even though it's a very baseline conversation or like a um, talk you can have, but you can really go really in depth with it. Sure. So that is why we are going to hopefully um, it, allowing ourselves to go deeper into some particular questions about friendship. And if any of our listeners um, have questions about friendship or anything like that, feel free to, to email them in or uh, message us Which on Facebook. Which email are they going to email to? Uh, Just so they have a place to go to. You could email Julia at stfrancescatholic.org. We should probably make a podcast one. but Wouldn't that be fun? What, what make a podcast email? chat. SFC chat at stfrancescatholic.org. Okay, never mind. Email SFC chat. Would it be SFC chat or just chat? Probably just chat at St. Fran. Let's do that. Okay, we're designing this on the fly while we're recording live. So that's what the our official email? email? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the official email. So chat. if you want to send a question to an email, I mean, most people that listen probably have one way or another of just contacting us directly. But <laughs> if you do have a question, um, email just chat at stfrancescatholic.org. And that will be um, our podcast email, uh, which we'll probably have to get displayed on different things as well. So let's, um, we're going to work on creating that. Hopefully we remember when we're done recording. through it. Yeah, exactly. Good. Chat at stfrancescatholic.org. If you have specific questions, uh, really about friendship, and that's what we're going to be focusing on this season. So good. Well, Julia, uh, today, jumping right into the topic, is we want to talk uh, today about Moving, or we're calling it moving around, which is that 
to make friends, you need to meet people, right? You you don't just um, friendships don't happen randomly, right? You need to um, they they can be random, random encounters can grow into friendship, but you have to meet people to make friends. I can't recall the many friendships like off the top of my hand. You could probably count in one hand how many people I have met like randomly at a place that was like. I don't know, grocery. I don't even know. My sister met someone at a nail salon. It's not even my friend. It's like my sister's friend. I can't think of anybody that I've met randomly. Right. So where, wait, so then where did you meet people? Oh, you meet them at like different places that you could go to. Like uh, you could, if you are already at a university, your classes, um, clubs, um, different places, events that are happening. Like there's, there was a roller skating event like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I really don't know when exactly the, the roller skating event was um or when but like that was that's like an event to go to where you can meet people that have a common interest already because you all go to the same school so i think that is um good well that that's our first point which is where are people right where where are people um and that if you you got to be a little bit more intentional about this in the modern age particularly you know we're so isolated we're so isolated that you could just sit all day with your computer screen and just not have any interpersonal contact and that for a while with COVID was being strongly discouraged. Don't be around other people, right? We're so isolated and that we um we need to find, like, just think about, like, where are people? Like, where are the spots where people are? And how can we um, find them? So that is, um, that's the first point. So so what, Julia, how would you identify, like, how, how would you go about, like, identifying where people are? That's a great question. Um so, I mean, there's common places that people go to that are already, people will always be there. Like, people will always be at this class at this time. But there are other places, too, that, like, even, it doesn't have to be at school. It could be, like, a social place. Um, I know there's a rock climbing gym that I go to. And I was talking to, like, the desk, um, the person that was at the desk. And they were talking about there's, like, this great community of boulder boulderers that come like every evening and there's a huge group and they help each other. But that's like a place where you find people. And um, he, we were actually talking about this because of COVID. Um, he was saying people don't go to bars anymore to meet people. People don't go to um, different clubs or anything. So they're going to a gym where they have all a common interest of rock climbing. They enjoy this. Wow, that's really cool. And that that now it's around not a common interest in drinking, but a common interest in an actual thing like like rock climbing. Yeah, so a lot of people are going to this rock climbing gym, not because, oh, like, it is fun. It's like a cool thing to do. But they're, they want to meet people. They want to socialize. They want to see people. They're tired kind of of not having a place to go where it's also safe. That That is, um, and that also that takes is some creativity. Of of recognize you know I think the key here is where people are um, because all of this should be very natural because because our friendships flow out of a certain naturalness and it's not like a, a tool that we use um, that it should be um, where people are are normally where you are right where are you going to be and just recognize hey there's other people here right so that could be class that could be rock climbing that could be just around the university that could be at work that could be all these things this could also be at the parish like if you're going to church going to church and it's just there's other people here like they're already there so finding where people are is not like trying to i'm gonna go to this one spot where maybe there would be people but i'm totally like have no idea why i'm going i'm going you don't go there looking for people you go there because it's part of your normal life and that you there, while you're there, you see like, 
I can meet people. There are people here. Like, it would be totally strange if I went to, like, a corner of a street, especially, like, if you think of the city of New York. Like, you don't see people, like, waiting in the corner of the street to talk to people unless they're doing oh, a I just, survey. Right, 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 right. Like, oh, I'm just going to sit down on the street corner and, hey, can we be friends? It would be like, so strange. That'd be, creep- that'd be really creepy. Um, And I'd be like, eh, sorry, I, I got a meeting. I, I'm, I'm running late. Uh, please don't talk to me anymore. Leave me people alone. People just would walk by. They really would. They wouldn't. They would completely ignore you if you're just standing in the middle of the street asking for friends. So and so that then gets to our second point, which is when you're in these places, you need to get outside of yourself. You got to get outside of your own head. And even in these places, you know, if, if you're well, first get outside of yourself is that if you just stay at home all day on the couch, you're not going to make friends like that. That's a reality. If you just sit on the couch all day long and you never interact with another human being, you may make digital friends somehow in a way that digital friendship can be called friendship, but that's only, I mean, real, authentic human connection friendships. You're not going to have friends if you just stay home. So first thing is you got to get up and you got to get out, right? A. But B, then when you're in these places as well, just because you're physically in a place doesn't mean that you're socially present to that place. And so to really be um, aware of like when you're in church, not just like, okay, like I'm here, but do you even notice the people around you? Like, right, are you socially present? Do you like try to make eye contact? Do you say hello? Do you do things like that? And um, and so you got to get outside of your own head when you're in these places. Yeah, and it, it, especially in social gatherings, like things like going rock climbing, um, if you just kind of stick to yourself, it's so easy to be like, okay, I'm working on this one problem and I'm not going to talk to anybody else. Like all I'm going to do is just talk to like whoever I'm going with and the other people, you're not going to make anybody, any friends. Right. You're just so, so, and you know, this happens. I, I'm pretty bad at this, but like if you're in a social gathering at a, at a party or something like that, like to just try to find the one or two people that you know, and then just stay in a corner and not talk to anyone else and just be with the people that you know is it, it's, you're not going outside of yourself. And so you're not going to make any new friends if you just stay with what's safe or just you stay focused on only what you want to achieve and not be more socially open to the other people that are around. It's also like a time to cultivate like real virtue of friendliness. Um, That's like a a perfect opportunity to be like, okay, like I want to like smile at like maybe, especially if you're shy, maybe you're like, okay, I just want to start with like smiling at like other people that I'm not really comfortable with doing that. Uh, And I've heard that like the best people to talk to um, probably pre-covid um but like the like at a party the best people to talk to are people that are in the corner by themselves they're usually the most interesting i heard that really? one of my professors said that once yeah oh wow i mean if i'm in the corner by myself maybe that's true because i think i'm interesting but, uh, <laughs> no it is uh, yeah a virtue of friendliness that you cultivate it just by by smiling and and then how would that uh, relate as well to um to like university life right like i, I think it's a, a plague of our of our university that you just show up at class and you put headphones on as you're walking headphones through on class. as you're walking through the campus and you're walking to class so you don't have to talk to anyone and then you show up you sit in your class until it's time to be done and then you put your headphones back in you walk to your car and you drive home yeah especially as a commuter like it's just like you just are there to do what you got to do and then you go home and you don't really care to see anybody unless you already know them right which is such a safety net so maybe we're we're going to do a separate podcast on how to break in with some of those people, right? right. So that's a, that's kind of a different. This is not just about. The, we're going to focus on low hanging fruit right now, <laughs> which is let's just kind of how how can I meet people that are already there that may be already open. We're, we'll do right. a separate podcast um, about 
how to break through to people that aren't interested and and what that could look like. But okay, so just you, a note though, yes. some people that are look that like they're not interested are not always not interested. Ooh, tell me more. Um, I'm like, if sometimes people like listen to headphones on like in their while they're eating lunch. It's a little different because it's COVID right now. But like, even if they're listening to headphones, like with their headphones in, watching like a TV show or something at lunch, it doesn't always mean that they don't want to talk to people. It could be. It 100% could be. But I know my freshman year, I didn't know anybody. And in the dining halls, if my roommates were there, I would always go and I would just watch TV show. But if someone sat down in front of me, I would not like be unhappy. I'm like, really? Yeah, totally. But I wasn't going to go make that step out of my way. I was a freshman. I was like totally nervous of people. Uh, my safety net were my sweet mates. Um, but if, if someone sat in front of me and, and was like, oh, do you like, do you mind if I stay here? I'd be like, no, totally, please. It might have depended on the day. But like, it's not totally, Im- sometimes I, I would say most of the time I, I would have preferred to be with somebody. Really? Okay. So that, you know, I do the, I look at my phone if it's an awkward, like passing someone situation. I don't really know what to do. It looks like that. I, I like, oh, like, let me check this text message. So that I can be looking at my phone, I don't have to make eye contact with the person. I have this awkward moment, right? It's just, our phones and our media and so much can be a shield from having to actually engage with people around us. And it doesn't mean that, like, I would never be unhappy to talk. I would love to talk to people, but I think that they're unhappy talking. Like, I think that we're both assuming we're all assuming that we don't want to talk to each other, and as a result, we're not talking to each other. So that's an interesting insight. Um, Okay, well, that's we, just that could have just been me. So then, Julia, well, then that's the next step. Um, and I think what that then leads to is how then do you start talking to someone? Like, what what do you do? How do you start talking to someone? Okay, so you you are in a place where people are. You're getting outside of your own head and trying to. So what what do you do? How do you just take that step? I will say university life is makes it so much easier because like the most basic question you could ask is what major are you? What grade are you? Um, because it's already like, oh, we're all in this place together. Um, also, if people like have like a sweatshirt on and it's like, oh, Quinnipiac University. And you're like, oh, I'm a college student too. Like, what's your major? Sometimes it's just like an alumni. But like most times you can tell that they're pretty young and these kids are like majors in students at a different university. And so like that's where the benefit of university life really plays and in, comes into play here where it's just so easy to ask, okay, what's your major and why do you like it? What if um, I'm undeclared or I have a major and I don't like it? Well, what do you want to do? Well, why are you asking me such tough questions? People usually are. People usually are really responsive. Yeah, they're usually, they're usually are. They, can, they totally can be. Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you got, Sometimes you just have to say something, right? You got to make that first step, right? You got to be the one to actually say something to someone else. And you have to, and okay, here's, here's what I would say with regard to starting conversation. First point is until they know your name, who cares what they think about you, right? If they just totally, re- so interesting. if they totally reject you, right? All you are is the, the girl with round glasses and bangs like that's they don't know your name they don't know like you're just that girl with round glasses and bangs who tried to talk to me in class one day like they don't know you they don't so who cares right who cares if they totally reject you who cares if you're awkward who cares if you totally they don't know you like they don't know they know who you are so who cares um so i think that is part of with the starting conversation is is recognizing like there's you don't know this person so there's like literally nothing to lose like there's there's no possible way if you're worried that, well, they won't like me and they could have been my best friend, well, if you're yourself, 
then they they either will or they won't be your best friend. Like regardless of yeah, you just have to really like they're not going to be your best friend if you don't talk to them. <laughs> that's um. Yeah, and if you let fear like really control that, it's not going to move anywhere anyway. Right. If it's like motivating out of fear, like, oh, if I don't talk to this person, this person may never be my friend. Or if I do talk to this person, they might never be my friend. Like that's like. Right. Right now they're not be- your friend. Exactly. And so uh, you can only go up because <laughs> there's already nothing there. So that's what I would say is the first thing is to to lose all fear of awkwardness. Like who cares if you're awkward? Like what? Oh. And we get so nervous about always it. always awkward though. We could be so afraid of it, of like. You know, even I, I'm walking around and I, you're just like saying hi to someone. It's like, oh, I'm going to say hi. Like, it's going to be awkward. Like, we're afraid of awkwardness. And that's a good social quality to have, you know, developed in human beings over a long, long amount of time. But that awkwardness feeling, though, once you get over it, though, like, oh, this might be awkward. It usually you, you, you really get to know people that are really interesting. Oh, you totally can. Like, especially if you're walking around campus, even just smiling at people. Like it's it's awkward to make eye contact and smile at them, especially yeah. when you have I call a mask. It my on. smiling apostolate. Uh, it's really hard when you have a when you have a mask, you can't do. It. Yeah, I just walk around smiling. People, I call that that's sometimes my, you can nod your head. It's, my, it's like yeah. a but sometimes I worry that if you nod your head, sometimes people think you're checking them out. Really? I mean, I I, I worry. Oh. I'm super self conscious as a priest about these things because I don't you know you can't give any impressions of any. But, right. But I worry like sometimes the way you can nod your head, people oh, can think that you're checking them out, which would which would be unhelpful. Um, that's yeah that's so i worry about i worry about the nod sometimes if you could do the um maybe it's because i'm from meriden maybe it's because but if you could (laughs) do like do the the chin up nod yes that's the one i'm talking about that's the but even that like that's more like for someone that you know right where it's a head down nod is like a like a courteous nod like chin up is for someone anyway we're getting way too deep into the nod (laughs) that could be another podcast itself how to nod at people (laughs) we have so much we could talk about with friendship but no um so you got to start a conversation though at a certain point you just got to start a conversation you just got to be go up and talk to someone uh it's helpful friends what's that to keep friends or like to make actually make friends it's once you start the conversation the more important part becomes following up with them Yes, we're gonna get to that in a second, and actually, we're gonna we're gonna get we got a lot to talk about with following up. That that's gonna be a lot, but um, but just sticking with with starting the conversation, I think is um, it's important to have you know to to just and you could practice this stuff. You could practice it with the friends you already have. But how do you like make make a witty comment? How do you say you know? How do you just point something out? Like I like your shirt. Like you know um, things like that, right? How you got to just like. Be will have things that you can talk about, right? If someone says to me, like, "Oh, if I say hi, oh, you go right, what do you study? What's your major? I'm a chem major." I say, oh, I know someone who's a chem major, right? I know because I know Julia, um, right? So, like, I have something I can say about chem. If you say you're a lit major, say, like, "Oh, what do you like to read?" Right? If you say I'm a I'm an education major, what grade? Third grade. Oh, yeah, they're little monsters in third grade, right? You know, or, or pre preschool. Oh, I have a I have a niece who's you know one and a half developmental, you know, psychologically, you could have something you could say about these different topics, just little things, you know, you gotta, it, it's helpful. It's like, you know, priests really don't dance or maybe shouldn't dance. Uh, that's another topic for itself, but you gotta have certain dance moves if you're going to go dancing, right? You gotta have like certain things you can, you can adapt with the situation, but you gotta have certain like moves that you know, right? It's just like, it's helpful to have certain things that you know you're comfortable with. I know I've always gotten the advice. I haven't done this. Maybe it would be helpful, but I've always gotten the advice to like have like a list of like five things maybe of like topics you can always talk about. Like this topic you can always talk about no matter what, like it's not going to 
yeah, I don't think it has to be a super structured list, but it just in your head, it's like I, I just know I could talk about the, you know, right now I could talk about WandaVision, like someone, WandaVision? someone oh, on Disney TV Plus, show. yeah, the TV show. I could talk about WandaVision and Cobra Kai and Stranger Things. TV shows are a really good place to start conversations. They're an too. awesome place to start conversations because especially if you watch the same TV show, now you have the 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 most to talk about because there's so much plot lines in these shows, and so you're like oh sometimes, my gosh, sometimes they're pretty lame. Sometimes the shows I watch have great plot lines, um, but. Uh, no, yeah, if you get, like, if especially, there's so much to talk about now all of a sudden because there's that common ground. So that's why it's good to, like, talk about, like, I think majors or, like, when you're a student, like, it's you already have that common ground there. There's nothing else that you really need because you can talk about your own majors and see where the conversation goes after that. Um, cool. Uh, and then just the last point for this topic, we're uh, following up is going to be a whole different uh, conversation, uh, but just the last one for this time. So after you have that first conversation with someone, and this is something someone told me that actually you're really good at, is um, how to get someone's contact information to follow up, right? Because if we're going like super baby steps, it's not just about follow up with the person. How do you like put the structure in place so that you can even follow up? Before we get into talking about following up down the road, uh, how, do you, how do you even enable that you'll be able to follow up without... That that could get a little bit more super awkward. So, so I've been totally told that get awkward. I've been told that you're really good at that. I just ask people for their phone numbers. That's all you I do. You just straight up do it. I just straight up say, "Oh, what's your phone number?" Um, and and sometimes with friends, it's easier to say, "Oh, so we could study," or "Oh, so," um, like I met a girl that like, in my class. She was in this from the same town as me. I was like, "Oh, that's so funny. We can like have study nights at some point." Um, what's your phone number? And so, like, it's and just people just give you their phone number. People just give me, you know, this might help that having a good, good, friendly attitude towards people. So they're like, this person's so creepy. Like, I'm not going to give them my phone number. Um, you got to have a fake phone number that you could give people just in case. That's four, right? There you go. Yeah, that's 10 but, digits. That's that's enough. I think if it's all eights, they'll know. Oh, totally. But that that's a pretty big sign. <laughs> eight, six, zero, one, two, three, four. Four, five, six, five, six, seven. seven. <laughs> That's my phone. Oh, yeah, I know it's weird. Isn't that weird? That's what the phone company gave me. Oh, you're calling right now? No, I don't have my phone. <laughs> um, it's on. Do That's not what I, if I ever give someone else's phone, mine, like I put my phone number in their phone, I usually call myself or oh, I cool. ask them to yeah. call me or text yeah, 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 yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's helpful. Not to be like, if it doesn't happen, so you, no, just, you just straight just can't up ask for someone's contact information. Oh, I always just ask for their phone number. Really? Yes. Sometimes, because if I don't, then I'm like, shoot, I should have gotten their phone number. Right. And you got to remember to put their name in right in your phone because you had a situation a while back where you had three oh, people I had with like, the same name and you yes. didn't, you couldn't tell which one was which. Because I didn't have the last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. I actually, I put a descriptive factor of someone as a last but name. But I met them all in the same place. Right. So I'd put like, like John, tall, rock gym. Oh, <laughs> right? so you like, do like also like how they look. Julia, round glasses, church. <laughs> I see. Right? I would do something like your last name would be Round Glasses Church. The issue is when you meet them all in biochem or something. Yeah, then you got to put some kind of descriptive factor. Unless they all look the same. Then you got to figure something out. I know. It's it's tough. That's you a know, tough one. Um, Sally. That's the lo- that's the issue that happened to me, looks, though. Looks like Crazy Aunt Peg. Oh, my right? God. Like something like that. <laughs> As a last name in someone's phone, in your phone. Yeah, don't share that kind of I would never. I would never. You don't put out the last name. You put it as the company or something. No, I put his last name. Really? Oh, yeah. We have, um, and, and sometimes I forget to change it because then I get to know the person as that. So like Will Frere, who's awesome and part of our community here, and I really like Will. Will in my phone is still Will Student Baptism, and I haven't changed it. So he's still Will Student Baptism. 
And Ooh, that's he's like not the, a student. He's already baptized. Right. True. But he's will student <laughs> baptism. Uh, also, um, Al, um, who does all the work here, uh, his last name in my phone was Al St. Francis uh, for a long time. And Is it still Al St. Francis? No, I made it his real name. That's but it took good. like two and a half years. Um, so it's just anyway. The, these, but so, so you just straight up ask for someone's contact information. Yeah, I just, I just say, oh, hey, what's your phone number? And people usually are just give it to me. But See, I, think- I go the other way and I say you should shoot. If I want, someone, if I want someone's contact information, I say you should shoot me a text. You know, and we should talk about this more. Send me a text. Here's and then I can give you my number. But I usually I usually instead of asking for someone's number, I invite them to send me a text and give them my I give them my number rather than asking for their number. That's not a bad idea. I don't I know was, if it's more successful or not. Um it might not always be. I don't know. I, I haven't done that one, but I used to be so nervous to ask for people's phone numbers though. I really was. But you don't you're not anymore. No, because I always ask uh, I, it's more it's because, again, it's because who like cares? I got regretting feeling. Like who cares? What if if you don't have their contact information, you may never talk to them again, and then who cares? People usually feel too bad not to, though. This is not like a very trick way where it's like, oh, you're using them. But usually, like, if someone asked me for my phone number, I wouldn't be like, no. I usually just like, oh yeah, that's like not a problem. Uh, and I think part of that is that you um that that there's a peer to peer evangelization happening with that. And it, it's weirder, you know, so this is where this particularly works for peer-to-peer evangelization. Uh, not evangelization, but just peer-to-peer friendship, right? Forget about yeah. evangelization, just peer-to-peer friendship. Um, cool. So, so Because it has that common ground. So, so to I don't re- know how people at work do it. So to recap, um, yeah, I don't know how people do it at work. I mean, but there you may have like company emails or something. And so, and then you could always just like, you know, send someone something about business and then. It's uh, so much harder to get a phone number though when you only have someone's email. Yeah. Because you already have their contact Sometimes I just technique. try to text their email and hope that it's an iPhone. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's... Because if it's connected to their Apple but account... But there's school then it'll student emails. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen. Okay. So let's just um, recap uh, that th- this is kind of the first step. That you got to meet people to make friends. And so you got to um, got to go to where people are. And ideally, you're going there because you're there anyway. It's You want to be there, not just going there looking for people. You When you're there, you got to get out of yourself, you know, mentally and... Um, physically you got to just be places moving around moving around and uh straight up start a conversation just just start talking to people and always best when there's a common interest involved when there's a common try to find a common interest and if you can't find one that's cool and um and then as well you know to follow up with someone just straight up ask for the contact information no shame um be, and that the i think the big takeaway from this is who cares like you 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 literally have nothing to lose with regard to um the, even if it only works 10% of the time, it's better than the zero if you don't and do anything. O- if it's awkward, it's you could just offer it up after. <laughs> you know, and offer up the awkward. <laughs> I love it. Julia, well, this has been um, really cool. So I am excited to take this season and to talk a lot about, about friendship. I think there's so much here. I'm so excited. Yeah, so, this will be good. Cool. Well, um, that's all we have for today. So from here at St. Francis Catholic, I'm Father Casey. And I'm Julia. God bless. God bless.